All right, here we go. Upload day is Thursday. God, last day of June. Last day of June. It's June 30th. Hello, Donna. It's episode 269. 269. In three, two. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events, pop culture, trends, music, specifically country music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name's Donna, and so we have all of these cars in the driveway. Yes, we do. And a lot of drivers. Um, this, like everyone in our house is now driving. So we have a full onslaught slot of drivers. And I was thinking about this because we had Will who drove, and we have Olivia who then started driving, and then you and I both have cars. And I guess because Will parked most of the time in the cul-de-sac, but sometimes he parked in the top of the driveway. I don't know. We just didn't seem to have these problems. But now we have cars on top of cars, on top of cars, on top of cars, on top of cars. And so there's always someone having to wake someone up. Two, three times a day. And say, uh, can you move your car? Can you move your car? Can you move your car? And some of us are friendlier about moving than others. What's the solution, do you think? Uh, get a bigger driveway. Well, we can't do that. And we have a three-car garage. The problem with that is you can't, it's too, uh, it's too tight. You can't, even yeah. get one, you can't even get one car in there. Yeah, well, because of where the wall is. Like, you can't right. get the car turned around. Who it built, seems crazy. Who, who built this house? Obviously, they were single and only had one car. I don't know, but it does seem crazy to have a three-car garage and not be able to get any of our cars inside. But then the problem is, even if you have a three-car garage, in order to back the cars up that are in the garage, somebody's got to move the other one that's in the driveway. It's just quite a mess, I have to tell you. So I was talking to a friend of mine. We had breakfast this morning, and um, she was saying that she hit her daughter's boyfriend's car, nicked it because of the same thing, because it's just like constantly trying to like, you know, it's called car carousel, trying to move one to get one out or whatever. And I haven't told you this, and I, I looked on your bumper, and I looked on Olivia's bumper, and I didn't see anything, which would really bum me out because she has a new car. Um, but anyways, when Charlotte got to work the other day, she works with me. She said, I I swear, I think when Olivia was coming back up the driveway, she bumped into dad's car. Listen, I hope not. And I'm like, what? And she's like, now don't tell, you know, everybody, because everybody's got to offer that, you know, the, 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 uh, what's it called? The, the, the small the, print. Disclaimer. Yeah, the small print, the disclaimer. Don't tell her I told you this. And don't tell dad I told you. Because he'll get but mad he, at Olivia. Here we are, here we are. Because... She, you know, and I said, well, did you see it? And she said, I just think she like came up. I said, did she hit a hard? No, just barely bumped it. So I like investigated and looked at some bumpers today and I didn't see anything. So I think we're okay. We report stuff like that though, don't we? Wouldn't we? If, it, if, if, if someone, teenage driver or adult hit someone in the driveway, wouldn't we? I don't know. Would you? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah. Because I'm ultimately we're going to want to pay him for the damage. So yeah. if there is any, so yeah, I would certainly make it, make it known. Yeah. But maybe we need to, to, to put out a policy or something that if you strike someone's car, it should be understood, I guess. But if you strike someone's car in the driveway, you need to report it. Oh, listen, I've had to um, have conversations with them. Like, because when you have new drivers, you have to make sure that they understand that should they have an accident, you don't just keep driving. Like, you've got to pull over. Okay, do they not learn this in the class? They do, but I think they get so, like, 
upset because they, you know, they know we're going to be upset. And so it's almost like all, and, and it's like a first accident. So everything just goes out the window. And there are these adults. And if you're one of these adults, please stop doing this. Like if you ever have like a little hit and run with a teenager, don't talk them out of like calling the police or, you know, we can just settle this here because then these kids get home and the parents are like, did you take a picture? Did you get the person's license number? And they're like, no. And it's not really their fault because like there's this adult who's talked them out of like. You mean the the, the adult on the scene who's caught yes. maybe struck. Yeah. And they're like, it's no big deal. Like you almost want if you. I if, see, I thought, I, what I thought you meant was maybe when you get mom and dad was on the phone with their own team. No, okay, like I when, see, you know, if, if you have something like this, you almost need to go through the process, the process, just so these kids understand what it is because they're going to do whatever adults telling them to do and then drill disaster drill yeah and then they get home and like i said the parents are like what happened how do we know that this person's not going to sue us later and they're like well the the little man or the woman told me that it was okay and it's like whoa hold on a second okay what is that little light that you have over there is that a ring light i found it in the the floor over here so just the floor what what is that it's like a gooseneck light yeah that's what it is does it provide you what more it's it's new i've never plugged it up it plugs into a usb all right. This is where I do my OnlyFans in what, here. What's, in what's your category? In the studio. This is where I do my, I have it well lighted. Not be lit. It'd be well lighted, by the way. What's the category? Well my handle? Category? What does that mean? Like, what are you promoting? Um, Myself. And I'm but, very good but, at that, as you know. But what, what are people paying to see? All that and then some. Sign up today. Uh, let's also have a conversation later in this episode. As a former sandwich artist, Subway Sandwich Artist of the Month, two-time. Subway Sandwich Artist of the Month. The fact that in Atlanta, there was a sandwich artist shot and killed by a man who came back into the store saying that there was too much mayonnaise on his sandwich. I thought it was a meme. Someone had created a meme of, like, the PIO, Public uh, Information Officer with the Atlanta Police Department, standing behind a podium in front of a subway with a microphone, talking about... uh, Someone shot and killed because there's too much mayo on their sandwich. Well, did you ever have an angry customer? Someone who, like, came at you? Uh, well, I mean, this is 20 years ago. and it, 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 the, the biggest thing we had to deal with then was people want more than two scoops of tuna on their six-inch. Yeah. You get a sixer, you get two scoops. 12-inch, you get four scoops. It's the, it's the law. Make your scoops bigger. How about you go to Jersey Mike's? Uh, is that what you would tell them? No, because Jersey Mike's wasn't around then, but. I would today, yes. But just a crazy story. We'll get to it in a bit. APD hasn't made an arrest. It's interesting how they found the man that did it. Okay, we're going to talk about it now? We gonna no, talk that's about a tease. It's okay. called a tease. I'm okay. sorry. Went a little deep with it. You're getting advice that you are bringing into your life on TikTok. I was watching uh, some show the other day, and now TikTok has um, TV commercials. And they're very, like, slick and produced well, and they have different music. And it's... It's showing things that like, and I forgot, I think the, the hashtag is I learned it on TikTok or learned, I learned, I, I forgot what it is, but yeah, I, I learned it on TikTok or something. But now the commercials are almost like, I think they're, they're um, marketing toward us, us older folks who maybe can't do the, um, the Applebee's dance or the, you know, shake your hips this way and that way. Mm-hmm. So what they've come at us with now is, um, is clean talk which I am obsessed with clean talk, let me just tell you. And that's not clean talk where there's like nobody doing anything dirty. It's literally clean talk. And so you were not aware that in TikTok you could put in subcategories to pull up... Your interests. Your interests. Now, first of all, I didn't know they were running TV commercials. Are they national spots? Yes. Are they like 15 seconds and jumpy? Like editing no. jumpy and thing? Like, like no. It, were they created it, by... It, 
Were they, were they created to look like the actual product? Yes, okay. yes, but it almost looks like an Apple commercial or something because, you know, it's very diversified. Everyone's represented. Everyone's sure, happy. Sure, sure, Yes. Um, so you were not aware of that? I, I was not. I just, here, Here's what I knew about TikTok. First of all, I don't have an account. I never created, because I'm not going to do any jumping around and dancing and things like that. It's just not my, I'm not going to do that. Carl Appen, who is an executive producer of this podcast, said to me one time, when you open it up, the first video that you see, the first video that you're shown is your default. Now, so I guess this would be kind of the same okay, thing. Okay, so let's pull both pull up our TikToks. I've already opened mine up, though. I'm on talk, clean talk right now. Well, so what com- what's comes up first? Well, I already searched for clean talk. Okay, we'll close it again. Okay, close your TikTok. Okay, and open it back up. Yeah, close your browser. What comes up first? Um, is it something you can talk about? No, it's not. Luke Combs. I'm kidding. Luke Combs. Luke Combs comes up. Yeah. What is this? This is uh, this is one of my fa- personal favorites on the new album, Going, Going, Gone. Some things in life are Hashtag country music. Hashtag Luke Combs. Okay, this is what comes up on mine. When mom says we can't sit on the furniture from Miss Jazzy Doodle. And that's to Billy Joel, right? Uh-huh. I, is that a trend? I just love the animal talks. I mean, I'm obsessed with animal talks. So you can put in beaver talk. Now, you be careful with that. Okay. Beaver talk. Let me check that out. Be careful with that. Beaver talk pops right up. Yeah. Um, there we go. Here's some beavers for you. Aren't they cute? Okay, so then if you put in clean talk, all these things come up. And there's these. there are tons of hacks that I've learned. The biggest one that I will give you is, you know how like your, um, okay, if you have a stainless steel refrigerator and you put Windex on it, and this is my pet peeve because, you know, I'm always, the reason I have 4,000 different types of like, um, cabinet cleaners and stuff is I'm always looking for that miracle one that's not going to leave any residue. It's not going to be greasy. It's not going to be, and I know what you're saying. It's a beaver taking a bath. Oh, a beaver beaver taking taking a bath. bath. I love that music. But you know, if you're listening, you're like, oh no, I've got the perfect cleaner for you. Trust me, Sally. I've used them all. They can weigh up to 70 pounds. They're the world's second largest rodent, second to Capybara. Rodent. They have web time. A beaver's a rodent? Our internet sucks up here. A beaver's a rodent? That's what I said. That's You're the on kid. the wrong That's what the kid internet. said. You're yeah, on the wrong internet. Okay, I didn't know we had others. Go ahead, I'm sorry. But anywho, so I'm always looking for something, like to clean, 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 clean. So someone posted, if you have a stainless steel refrigerator, you get the Dawn um, spray soap, spray dish soap, and you put it on a rag, and you put it on your dishwasher, and it takes all the stains off of your stainless and it of your refrigerator, and it did. Follow me for more tips here. Okay, did you know that you can put a pillowcase or a series of pillowcases on your fan blades, your um, ceiling fan ceiling blades, fan. to clean them so that that dust doesn't go everywhere? I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Where's it going to go, though? Into the pillowcase? Into the pillowcase. And then you remove the pillowcase like a condom and That's throw right. it in the trash? Or what do you do? Yeah. And then this Walker Hayes stuff. Oh, Greek. Now the Greekers are coming up. I am so excited about Rush Talk that's getting ready to happen. Can you believe it's been a year since Alabama Rush Talk? They went viral because Rush Talk. Were, everybody had to wear the same thing. Yeah. Or they had to go buy a certain. What, what were they doing? They were announcing themselves. What's the OOTD? I don't know what that is. It's the outfit of the day. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here I am getting ready for Rush Day One in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. My shirt is from the print shop. My jeans are from Lululemon. Well, not really because I cut them off. They're, so they're shorts. They're really short shorts now. I've got my Golden Goose. These are my $600 Golden Goose tennis shoes. Yeah, that's crazy. I've got my Invisible No Shave socks. And I've got my Hoka's that I'm going to wear the next day. There's my other shoes. Now, my bangles are from my dead grandmother. What's a, what's a bangle? 
my bracelets okay. are from my dead grandmother, Aunt Annie. And then I've got my mama's earrings on that my daddy gave to her when he really cared about her and was still buying her jewelry. And then I've got a watch that was passed down. It's a Cartier watch from my sister that I stole from her room when she wasn't looking because she stole it from my mama's room. Your when aunt, my mama your wasn't aunt, looking. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, you had a, uh, a demo at your store this weekend, right? Oh, yes, with coolers, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, who, who are the guys? They're Georgia graduates, but they, they developed this cooler. I, I want to add, because did you dress them? In, in, no, 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 in, no, no, they didn't. You they, styled them in, in three-inch no, inseam shorts? No, they wouldn't do it. But no. you, you, you tried. Well, there's a trend right now called um, uh, Hoochie Daddy shorts. And if you don't know what a Hoochie Daddy short is, I encourage you right now to go to your Google and punch that in. And it's basically these, so okay, good. so it's the short shorts that little boys are wearing. That all the, that the high schoolers were wearing. What that was were, it? Sugar Daddy what? No, it's Hoochie Daddy shorts. How do you spell Hoochie? Hoochie Daddy. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. Hoochie Daddy shorts. Like pop right up, I got. There we go. Okay. Yeah, and so short shorts. Think like Bjorn Borg and John McEnroe. My God. Yeah. So that's what you wear. And you wear white gym socks that come up to like your knees with them. And then like a white sneaker. It's kind of a kick. So you tuck your nuts in your socks because they're already hanging out like that? Well, for the older man. Um, oh. but, um, yeah, so the, but this is a trend, you know, and, and that's the, tr- that has been the trend for younger guys for a while to wear these 5.5s. And I mean, you and believe these kids that come to my store and they're just bending and stretching. And I'm like, listen, boys, we need, we got to wear a longer short. But then what happened was we only had longer shorts for the older men who, you know, have some saggy issues and don't want to be like, have their legs all hanging out. But then everybody was just like, you know what? We've just got to go with it. And we just got to rock the short shorts. So now they're called hoochie daddy shorts. And that's yeah, what pop you right want. up. Yeah. Like BuzzFeed has four arms. And you don't, it doesn't matter what size you are. Let me just say right size now. Size meaning what? Like, well, like your waist? Yeah, like if, you, if you're a big fella, you can wear a hoochie, hoochie daddy short. Well, you should know, maybe, right? Do whatever you want. Why would you? Okay. Uh, now, so you got a pair of short shorts. They're hardly short shorts. I got you a pair. I love them. They're six inches. Right. They're not 3.5s. Men's no, short nobody's shorts. wearing a 3.5. Men's short shorts are back in style with a fun rebrand as hoochie daddy shorts, which are turning the tables on gender norms and creating a viral moment. We found eight pairs you might consider if you're ready to buy. Even if you weren't alive in the 1970s? Yeah. You probably know John McEnroe. what the basketball uniforms used to look like. High yeah. socks, Converse, and shirts tucked into those tiny little shorts. They yes. were iconic. That's the thing you tuck your shirt in, too. Loose-fitting, low-hanging cargo shorts that many men wore oh. as I was coming out of age. Luckily for me, short shorts for men are coming back in a big way. Oh, like those shorts you see when you're at Captain Anderson's in Panama City, and it's just like, God. It's just like a, the, the seafood restaurant? Yeah, it's just a bunch of dads. Oh, it's like waiting on their table. Yeah. They're mean, they're bitter, they're angry. Oh. Yeah, just see them, aren't they? Because they're on vacation. Well, Ho- I mean, they shouldn't be if they're on vacation. Right. Hoochie Daddy shorts are any short shorts that show off more leg than other types traditionally marketed to men for some background Hoochie Daddy S-E-N. It's Hoochie, Hoochie Daddy season. 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 Yeah, it's Hoochie Daddy season. obviously summer. Yes, it's just the article of clothing that matches the season, you know? Said an insurance agent, 33 years old. Viral TikTok introduced many to this apparently controversial trend. It's hot outside. Yeah, it is. That it is. Yeah, they wouldn't wear them. I said, I was y'all, yeah, I wanted to go back to that. Well, so. I said, do y'all want to change into like some onward, you know, that's my company, some onward apparel. And they were like, oh, yeah, can we wear like t-shirts? And then they have these rugged road t-shirts that they want to wear. And they, they're kind of like. Which is their brand, the name of the company. Yeah, and it's kind of it's like kind of like a hippie trippy type. But not hippie trippy, but I mean, it's like it's on the river and everything. But let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. We sold in two hours. And I say we because it was me uh, and this one guy. Like four coolers. 
people who didn't even know they wanted a cooler. And I'm like, okay. Well, it's that type of cooler, though. I think that, that maybe you don't know exists. But yeah, if flips. I walked into a demo and I could afford it, I'd buy one on, on, on the spot, too. Yeah, they're amazing. So if you need a cooler, you come see me. Okay. How much are they? Two ninety nine. Yeah, it's worth it because they do so. I, I they float. Yeah, they float and, and they're light, right? They weigh uh, ten you, pounds. It's like you can put a keg in it and then you lift up the cooler and, and it's like you're you're carrying a feather. Yep, and that's that's part of my and I tra- taught these boys this because you know I'm always teaching, and so I said when they came in, I said you never ask the man to to lift the cooler, you ask the woman, and she's always like I don't want lift that cooler; it's gonna be so heavy because she's used to lifting like a Yeti cooler with her husband's beer. Yeah, and then know. she lifts it and she's like, now this is good. And always the we'll women take it. The women start and it's so funny. I love the stories. And me and the guys were talking because they heard the same ones. And the woman's like, I'll tell you why I want this cooler. Because every time I go to the beach, he takes off for the golf course. And he's like, can you get the kids in the cooler down to the beach? And I'm like, hell no. The thing weighs 100 pounds. And I got four kids I'm trying to get dressed. But you go enjoy your day. I'm like, oh, this is gold. I mean, liquid gold. Liquid gold. What's she sound like again? You just go enjoy your day. Yeah, I'll try to get this damn cooler down there. Sweating. I've left, one, one woman said, I left a cooler on the 30A boardwalk. I couldn't carry it anymore, and I was so damn mad, and I was sweating. She said, I had boob sweat. I said, I hear you. Because let me tell you something. Right now, in the, the dead of summer, what's going on is it is hot. And I mean, it is hot. And you sweat in places you don't even know you can sweat. That's true. So. Hoochie Daddy Shorts. Hoochie Daddy Shorts. Get them while they're hot. And injured was currently in critical condition. Uh, I am here to announce that we did make an arrest. We made an arrest uh, late yesterday evening of a 36 year old male out of Atlanta. Uh, as I stated before, I won't release the name as right now because it's still an ongoing investigation. We still need to provide some information and get some information some, from uh, some other individuals. Uh, but as most people know, this was a uh, very tragic situation uh, that did not have to occur. Uh, what we know is that the suspect came inside the uh, restaurant, ordered a sandwich, and there was something wrong with the sandwich uh, that made him so upset that he decided to take out his anger on two of the employees here. Uh, what's more important as well is that uh, the citizen, uh, we had a citizen who uh, contacted us, uh, who gave us some viable information uh, and who helped believe this uh, investigation in the right direction. Here's the thing. I think it's very interesting. I think it's very interesting. I think that I thought he said Bible information. I did as well when I was pulling the clip in. I uh, got got a credit Fox Five or local Fox affiliate for the piece there. Uh, that's an Atlanta PD PIO public information officer um, addressing the media 24 hours after the shooting at a subway. Where was the subway? Subway was off Northside, I believe. Northside Drive, right down from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Really? Yeah. Six thirty. Sunday evening, this man goes in to order him an Italian BMT. I don't know if he says light mayo. I don't know if he says no, he says no mayo. Don't know. But there was too much mayo on the sandwich for him. Literally, too much mayonnaise. He goes back into the store, pulls his gun, uh, shoots two. In the beginning of the piece there, the SOT, sound on tape, beginning of the SOT, you heard the uh, PIO say that the, the second person is in, remains in critical condition. The, the first one was, was killed, was murdered. On site, Sunday night. Her young son was with her at work Sunday night and saw everything. Yeah, and you know what? I think there's probably a lot of jokes and stuff that people can tell. Like, you know, well, you know, I didn't, I don't like a lot of mayonnaise on my sandwich either and all this kind of stuff. This is so sad to me because this is where we're at as a society. 
And um, as someone who, again, works in a place late at night, employs kids, how about the fact that there's people working? These people are working, making a living. They're not out doing cruddy stuff. They're working. And this person comes in and is so entitled or so angry or so mentally ill, whatever the excuse is. Has to be. Don't you think has to be a little bit of that? The line yeah, has to be. I'm sure. Well, if, if, it ha- if it wasn't, then the attorneys are hatching that plan out right now that they will have been mentally ill because, you know, nobody just does bad things anymore. Um, there has to be a reason. So it just makes me really sad. Makes me very, very sad. And as a country, you know, there's just so much. And we talked about it before on the last podcast. There are so many lightning bolt things going on right now that people just disagree and don't agree on and arguing over. And And guns being one of them. Yeah. And yes, exactly. And it's just like we just need to temper ourselves down and take a chill pill as a nation, for heaven's sakes. The manager had a gun. Return fire. Missed him. Imagine if you had Sunday night, Atlanta United, or Major League Soccer team playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You're on the way, headed back to Roswell, North Suburbs, Alpharetta, Milton, coming. You decide to stop with the family to get a sandwich at the subway. That shit breaks out. Well, I think that's the problem. Woman murdered. Murdered. Yeah, I mean. mayonnaise on a freaking sub-sandwich. I think that's the problem right now is that you are always, you're honestly always a couple of steps away from, uh, something breaking out. Well, you know? Personally, you think? And if that's the case, then, then you need to, to learn some coping skills, right? No, no, no. I mean, like, danger is my point. Oh, is you, like, okay. you know, like who would, again, who, like you said, who would think that you're stopping at a subway? And um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think that there's just a, there's a genuine lack of just concern and empathy as a nation as a whole. Everybody is so, I think the pandemic made everyone so, like narcissistic and for themselves and just like the only people they care about is them and maybe even their family or whatever. I told you the story the other day that I was, um, and I've told you guys before, these people just find me, but I'm at Target, the Super Target with Charlotte, our 16-year-old, and we had gone to get a couple of things. And I mean, it's late, like Target's getting ready to close and we're walking out of the Target and there is this girl who is probably 21 years old. And this was one of the days last week when it was, you could feel how muggy it was. It was probably 97 degrees, you know, at 10 o'clock at night. And she is outside with what I can best describe to you is a baby that is only a month old, if even. And she's holding the baby and she's got a couple of packs of diapers around her. And she didn't say anything. Like she didn't say, "Um, do you have any money? Can you help me out? It's just when we walked out, I locked eyes with her and she just, she looked so lost and so hopeless and it just broke my heart. And, you know, I kept walking with Charlotte and I got in the car and I'm kind of like, wait, what did I just see what I just saw? And then I, Charlotte got to the car and she got some money out of her own wallet and took her, it was like $20 and took it over there to her before I even had time to say anything to her. And she came back, she's bawling, crying. She's like, mom, that's like a brand new baby. What's going to happen to them? And so I texted you and I said, you know, is there like a number? Is there a home, is there a shelter, a women's shelter? Well, the initial text, I was looking for it. I don't have it. But the initial text was, what is the non-emergency 911 number for Milton? And you and think, I, you think here I am again. I thought, it was, well, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it was a test. 
I didn't know. I didn't know what this was. I'm back out on my beat. So it it it, it, it took me three seconds to Google it, like it would anybody, because I don't know that number by heart. But I certainly was going to get it to you as soon as possible. So I Googled it, and then I copied it, and then pasted it into a text. Sent it to you, and I said, "Is everything okay?" Because I didn't want to call. I didn't know what. I didn't know if we were. Who knows what kind of situation? You know, someone could be in the target and could be an active shooter. You just don't know. Yeah. And your phone rings, and and you just you 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 process things differently in today's world. You do. So I didn't call. I sent it, the number to you, and I said, "Is everything okay?" And you said that there, you 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 know, you explained the situation, what was going on, and what Charlotte had done, which which is so sweet. is is remarkable to be a sixteen year old child and wanting to help others um, in every way that she can. Every day of her life, she 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 wakes up. She's the type that she wakes up and says, you know, and thinks, how, "I'm I'm I'm here to serve. I'm here to help." So she, true. She's our little angel, little Christian angel. So I. I called the non-emergency number and said, they said we can send a policeman out, but to do a welfare check, but there's nothing that they, they can't take her anywhere. And I just thought, this is crazy. I've never felt so helpless in my life. You know, the time we were talking to um, Melissa Gibson about not knowing CPR, this felt very similar to that. I was like, here I am a grown ass woman. And there is a girl sitting with a baby and I don't, I don't know what to do. And and I started Googling women's shelters, and I actually go, I texted our next-door neighbor because she does some pro bono work for females, and she said there's one Drake house, but it's closed. She said you, you would have to take her downtown Atlanta. And it never occurred to me, like, this girl could, again, you always think that, I mean, you hate to do this, but in today's society, like, could this be, you know, is she a, a plant and there's two more people? Is it a ruse? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to think about that. What I thought about is she doesn't have a car seat. I don't have a car seat. I can't, I can't transport this baby, you know? And so I went up and I talked to her. I left Charlotte in the car and I went up and talked to her and another family came and talked to her and they, it was just so hot. Um, her, she, they caught, they shouldn't have a phone. Her brother was getting off work from Pizza Hut and he was going to come pick her up because she was going to take a cab. But the thing about that was, you know, people had given her money and the, the family was like, you don't need to spend this money you know, on that cab. And she had an accent, but what she was saying was that, you know, her landlord had given her her notice and she just came up here at night. She did work during the day, um, but she came up here at night because people would donate um, diapers and she was embarrassed, you know, and I know that as I'm telling the story, there are so many conflicting people, you know, theories and people are probably sitting there going, yeah. It sucks that we, we sometimes have to think that, yeah. but, but we all do, I think. Not and I'll, all, I'll be, I, I'm sitting here listening to your story and I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Well, and I'll be totally honest with you. If this had been a woman my age, I probably wouldn't have done a whole lot. I'm just going to be honest. But there was something about this girl, like when she locked eyes with me and I'm walking out with my 16 year old, you know, and this little baby, I mean, it was not, this was not like a planet baby. This was a baby with no it? shoes. Well, what was it about the cab? What do you mean by the cab? She didn't want to. People were saying, "Don't spend the money on a cab. We'll take you there." Or your brother's coming here. Or? Yeah. Or can your brother come okay, get so you? Okay. So what was her? What was her reasoning? Because I would have thought the same thing. And what I think by her saying what she did and, and kind of deflecting is she wants to keep the cash. No, her brother wasn't getting off for a while, and it was very hot. So that was the thing. And these okay. people were saying, "We'll take you home," and she said, "No, I don't want you to do that." To their homes? No, to her home. Okay. My brother can come, but he just doesn't get off for a while. So they put her in. She said, can I sit in your car? 
and get air. Now, I don't know if she killed him. I don't know the end of the story. Okay, I got to be honest with not. you. I, I think, don't know. This happened, could be a dateline. would have had that story. Yeah, I mean, Herald. it could com. be a dateline. I did think. And you, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I'm going to turn myself in because you know I do. I'm always very honest with you. I got a big old bleeding heart. But there's part of me that watches way too much freaking dateline and listens to way too many podcasts about like serial killers. So there was part of me that when they jumped on the bandwagon to put her car, I'm like, okay, fantastic. That'd be great. I said, you want me to carry the baby to the car? You want me to help you carry your diapers? Because like I had, I had. You're, you're out. I had triaged the situation, right, right, and that's what right. I'm good at. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, I'll put the pieces together. Right, but you, you finish it up. But I don't necessarily want to build the house. That last stitch is yeah. up to you. Yeah. So I came back to the car and was talking to Charlotte about it, and I did say to Charlotte, and I had to because she is a very new driver, you, can, you could not do this yeah. on your own because there is a good chance, Charlotte, that she is a plant, and yeah. there's three more people Waiting, 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 waiting. Here, here's what we know. About for se- and, and let me be really clear for like for the worst. And I'm, I'm going to the worst thing for sex trafficking. I mean, listen, if you have daughters and I know everybody thinks, and including you, Caddy, that I get sometimes like over the top on this stuff. But I got to tell you, there is so much of this stuff going on right now where, you know, I have to tell my girls all the time, like you are only to walk out with other people. You know, there are People who walk around Targets and Walmarts and malls praying, praying that's on not girls. With your hands. That's praying. No, I mean seriously. No, and what right. they do is they send in sweet women like us to be like, "Hey, how are you?" Okay, so now the more that I think about this whole story, I think I really dodged a bullet, and I did not get kidnapped or sex trafficked. And I'm not making fun of that, by the way. Well, you can't. But I'm just saying, I, the more I think about this, it really. But I did. I had a long talk with Charlotte, and I said, I hate to be that way. And you know what Charlotte told me? I don't. She said, and I quote, it is one thing to give money, Mom. It is another. We are called to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. Hands and the feet. The point is, do something. You know, be the connector. Maybe you don't feel comfortable taking the girl, buy some diapers, do something. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing just to throw cash at problems and write checks, and stuff her. like that. But it's a whole nother to actually walk the walk and talk the talk. You know, what we know about this area too, uh, we're directly north of downtown Atlanta, about 30 miles, Alpharetta, Milton, North Fulton County. Uh, suburbs are, are very uh, flush with cash up here. And so what we know is there are people that will come up here to this area and with the intent of ripping off people, doing bad things, because we're a very giving community. And, and an example of that is this. The boot drive is for the shrine, Shriners, right? The, the Bil- fire. Milton Fire does every yeah. year. The Milton Fire Department every year collects more money. And we're a very small city. Very. Very small city. 30000 I'll look and clear that up at the end of the episode. Milton, Georgia gives more to the Shriners and the boot drive than any other fire department in the entire country. In the entire country. Yeah. Um, but I'll also say this, and because that came up too. I'll be honest with you with Charlotte. She said, um, "There's the reason there's no shelters up here is because there's no homes. So I said, that's not true. There's not, that's not true. Well, you went fast there. She said, the reason there's no shelters up here is because there's... there's no homeless people. Right. Like everybody okay. has money. And that's not true. In every suburb that you live in, in every suburb where you're listening to this podcast, there are so many people who have food insecurity because food is so expensive right now. You can be earning a living and still have food insecurity right now. You can be earning a living. And I mean, the housing crisis is at an all-time high. So I, I do think that 
maybe in the past that held true, but I think the sad, sad part of what we're living in right now is there are a lot of people who are in really bad situations. More so than five years ago. Yeah, and they're even, not used even, to help. Even pandemic. Yeah, and they're not used to asking for help. Many won't. No. Many won't. I want to circle back around real quick to the Atlanta PD public information officer, uh, the press conference at the subway. You heard him say there was basically just uh, someone there who had information. Was just a, maybe it was in there to get a sandwich themselves. I don't know the story behind it, but he called the APD and gave information that helped them lead, that led APD to the arrest of this man who, who committed the murder because there was too much mayonnaise on his sandwich. If you, if you see it, say it. What's, what, what are some of the sayings? If you, yeah, I mean, say you, something. If you, if you, Absolutely. If you see something, say something, whatever, you know, um, it, it, it's get it's, involved every now and then you need to get involved. The, the police departments are understaffed. I work a lot with the Griffin Police Department. They have 83 officers. Uh, Griffin is about 60 miles south of uh, downtown Atlanta, south, about 30 miles south of Hartsfield, our airport, world's busiest airport. They have 83 officers. They're about staffed. I think they're at about uh, 10 or 12 they're looking for right now. Alpharetta is severely uh, understaffed. I think they're probably looking for 25, 30 officers right now. These law enforcement agencies are overworked uh, for so many different reasons, but there, there are so fewer officers right now. And for that reason, cases are taking a lot longer to, to be investigated and, and to, to, to being solved. And so if you ever are able to offer a piece of information, do so. Now, I want to talk about this for a minute, and this is not to call you out, but sure. we, are t- we are two totally different people. Like, I am way over the moon. Like, you know me. If there is a dog on the road, I'm like, we need to pull over. We've got to get this dog. we got to find out what's going on. Right. I have turned in a questionable person years and years ago in front of the subway that was doing something that I just did not think they should be doing. And then, I mean, I just get involved all the time. I'll be like, okay, were you with me in the Walmart when that man was pushing the girl around in the wheelchair and I was convinced that he had roofied her? Or was Uh, that that Olivia? Okay, I think that was Olivia. And I kept telling Olivia, we've got to go and talk to the manager because this girl was like totally out of it and they were acting like they were family and they weren't family. And I went up and I told the manager, and first I think she thought I was crazy, but then she sort of went to investigate and she was like, mm, something's not right here. So I'm just telling you, you're either a person like me, high intel, and like almost like an extension of your local police agency, uh-huh. or you're like uh-huh. you. Would you, like, okay, when you came out of the Target, if you had come out with Charlotte, what would you have done? I would have walked to my car. Yeah, okay. But that has nothing to do with the crime. No, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person. No, it I'm doesn't, just saying I'm not a bad person. But, well, I'm not, but, but, but what does that have to do with crime? Do you get involved? Yeah, I, I'm the guy who, remember when we were the mo- watching a movie? What was it? It was We were the only people in the world that went to see the Ritual Jewel movie, remember? Yeah, I think the, you were just bored with the movie and ready to go. Now, that would be something I'd pull. I, yeah. That's not the reason why, but it's funny you say that, because that yeah. is something I would do. I'd because be like, I'm there's usually, somebody here fiddling with a gun, I know. we got to go. I'm usually on high intel. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> that you. That is so something I would do. I never thought about that. I thing. know, and I, I'm usually on high intel, and I was like, can you please stop talking? And you were like, we got to go right now. Well, I thought that there was he someone. He has a gun. I'm like, hot. he does not have a gun. That. I didn't say that, but there was someone who was acting very suspiciously about two seats down from me. They were under their blanket, fiddling around and things, and I just thought that it was very inappropriate. So I left and went outside. That is not the story that you told the officer. Well, something like that. And, and so. You said he, he, he was suspicious and he got up and looked like he was going to pull a gun. I did not say that, Donna. That's not what. You would have seen him stand up. He did not stand up. Yeah, you said he moved down a seat or something? He did that, but okay. he, wouldn't, he made move seats, but he wasn't like standing up about to brandish a gun. Anyway, I went and spoke to the manager. And there was an Alpharetta police officer, I think. No, they quit staffing. Avalon quit staffing the, the movie theater. They cleared with, the with movie police. theater because of you. No, they did. Okay, stop. This is getting out of control.
That's not but what remember, happened at But all. people were leaving in they droves. They were, Donna, because they also felt uncomfortable like I did. It wasn't just me. Okay. Okay, yes, there were people that were filing out of the theater, not because there was some sort of alarm that went off or some kind of uh, 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 amber alert. alert or some shit. I mean, it's because they also saw the man acting very suspiciously, and they were not comfortable either. It's not like I stood up and made an announcement or something. Clear the theater. Clear the theater. Jesus. Oh. Several trucks arrived over the weekend at Gallery Furniture. What does that mean? A few things for you. That means that uh, Donna's back is sore because she gets in there. Let me tell you something. She gets in there. She'll unload an 18-wheeler faster than someone from south of the U.S. border would. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. When when there are new arrivals by the truckload, and I mean truckload, they have to make room. Donna does have several warehouses off uh, off site from the you know the showroom at 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. Same location they've been at for over 40 years. But they got to make room to get some new stuff onto the showroom floor. That means that the stuff that's been there, that was currently there, doesn't mean that it's old. Doesn't mean that it's furry and got hair on it. Doesn't mean any of that. What it means is that that's the last stuff on the showroom floor. The new stuff that comes in replaces it. Okay? Hairy? Whatever. Well, I mean, think think about the things. that go, Go investigate your couch. I'd rather not. So, my point's this. When new stuff arrives in truckloads, Plural, truckloads. Donna unloads what's on the showroom floor. Prices are reduced immediately. Yeah, so I mean, the great news for you is that it is an ever-revolving, kind of like we're talking about our cars, a carousel of cars. This is a carousel of furniture, like a carousel of progress. That's your favorite ride at Disney World, by the way. The carousel of progress. Um, One, One of them, yeah. Yeah, so always, it's almost like, a revolving door in a good way of new furniture. So that's the other thing. People have also said, oh, is it the same furniture all the time? Is it just, you know, is it just a bunch of mattresses? Is it just a bunch of light recliners? No, there are a bunch of mattresses and there are a bunch of recliners, but there's also a big old passel load of tables. There are end table passel load. There's, that's Southern for a, a, a shit ton. Okay, so there's like rugs. There are, you know, sectionals. There are, there is outdoor furniture. There are, there's little niche things like the little chair, the hanging chair for your dorm room. So all kinds of special things. And I'll tell you something, that hanging chair was a perfect example. That was probably not even advertised. And that was the coolest thing. So there's always something kind of like, you know, a special something up there that you may not even know you need until you arrive. And you're like, I got to have that hanging chair because I'm going to hang around in that thing. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. What do I you don't mean? know why. The movie with Robin Williams. Okay. Like the parrot cage, it reminds oh, yeah, me of like, like a bird a cage. cage. Yeah, because yeah, like it did kind of. It's when we were growing up, it's called a papasong chair. Yes, but it stuck you. You know, it would it would you get scraped and scratched. And well, because it didn't hang from the ceiling, it had the little base that would flip over. Right. Yeah. Right, and someone could throw it to tumble you. Yeah. Could could get behind you and toss you. Yeah. And then you get it was like made out of bamboo or some something. Yeah. And you get scraped up, you get scratched, and you bleed. You don't you, bleed with one of these chairs. These are these are. Oh these well, are my God, no. Design different. I mean, different. Design. How did that even come into the commercial? It's a different design, Donna. It's a different design. 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. Hashtag Ask for the Wolfman. Hashtag Ask for Donna. Thank you, Donna, for your support of the My Second Act podcast since S1, E1, Season 1, Episode 1. Also grateful for support from Phil uh, Ford. Ford, that's right. Phil Ford to FableFordGA.com. Fable Ford, simply different. Lifetime powertrain warranties, what you score? Fable Ford. Also, thanks to T-Mobile. Reliable internet. 
50 bucks a month. That's called internet freedom. Guests of the My Second Act podcast say properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust. Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. Brightmore Healthcare and also by Awesome Alpharetta. AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Come see us. Fourth of July is coming up. Fourth of July is Monday. Can you believe that? Did you know that? Have you looked at the calendar? Yes, it is Monday. Today is the last day of June if you're listening on Upload Day. Today's June. There's 30 days in June. Tomorrow's July 1st. The 4th is this Monday. I had no idea. Yep, it is no coming idea. up. Had no idea. Come play a while, stay a while. 30 partner hotels, awesomealpharetta.com. Spend the 4th with us. All right, come on down this weekend. Leave tomorrow and stay through Tuesday. A lot going on here to celebrate America's birthday. And awesomealpharetta.com. You're going to add uh, Kelsey Ballerini to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Yes, I'm going to add Peter Pan. Love that song. Um, I love Kelsey Ballerini. You're never going to grow up. Never going to be a man. Peter Pan. All the Peter Pans out there. Um, I love Kelsey because, like, this was, like, one of the... This was probably the first song that she kind of broke out with, don't you think? Uh, her first song, I forgot what it was, but she did quite well with her, her debut. And I always think about when we saw her at Lake um, Lanier. Lanier, and she was a brand new artist, and she didn't have... she Whatever the song was she was pitching at the time, she maybe had that one song. And so she just, like... It was like a karaoke dance party, but she was so good. Like she was singing Madonna, she was singing Cindy Lauper, she Britney. was singing Britney, she was singing Katy Perry. It was amazing all the stuff she was singing. So I love her, and you know she's on all the Cover Girl commercials. She's so cute, so so cute. And man, she shot to the top quick, didn't she? Yeah, but she's settled. Do you not think? Right now, yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I think I mean, and she would probably say she paid her dues, but um, love me like you mean it. Yes, love you like you mean. Yeah, love me like you mean. It. But I, I mean, I feel like she. And, and again, not, not taking anything away from her, but I think there was a void for female country artists at the time. I agree. Very good. Very, continue because I, I, I think the same thing. That yeah, she and slid she in there. slid right in there and and earned her stripes afterwards. Very well deserved, but I think she kind of got the express pass, so to speak. She probably wouldn't appreciate me saying that, but I do feel that way. I want to say one more thing too that I've been thinking about a lot. You know, so Tyler Hubbard has launched this um, uh, solo act. You know, solo thing. I have a prediction. He is going to be one of the biggest solo country artists in the format within a year. Of the caliber of like... McGraw. Rhett, Thomas Rhett. Um, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Luke Combs, Luke Bryan. Hundred. Why do you think that? Because I can just see it. I don't know how to explain this. I can just see it on the horizon. And I think it's a very interesting thing to watch because normally when you have a duo, think big and rich, think, um, hell, think Brooks and Dunn, both of them, Kix and Ronnie tried to do, you know, their own thing. Here was the thing about all those groups. They were very much a group. And one voice was as important as the other. Tyler Hubbard was this band. Well, I think BK would tell you that, too. I don't think he would. Brian Kelly would, I think so. I don't think he would. And listen, I love BK's album, too. I've, I've, I, we've got Beach Cowboy on our... Um, but totally different vibe, and he purposefully went for a different kind of stoner, beachy vibe. But this... This is just great country music. And I'm telling you, he just released another one, 35. And, I mean, it is going to be hit 
after freaking hit. It's called 35. 35s. Hit after 35s hit. 35s or 35? 35s, I so think. So he's following up five foot nine with 35s. Yeah, and it, this song is unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yeah. you have to agree with me that, that or you have to agree with this. You don't have to agree with me. But, the, the, I mean, he was the, the more liked half of Florida Georgia Line. I don't know if he was the more liked, but he definitely, he has that voice that is so recognizable. And he's just so happy. And that's, the, that's I'm telling you, it, he is going to be, and he already is a huge, you know, star in the format, but I'm telling you, and you heard it right here first, he is going to be as big as any other artist that you know right now in this format as a single. And I wonder what old uh, BK thinks about it. I don't think that they're on the same page, but. Well, they haven't been for years. Though. 35s. Yeah, it is 35s. It is so good. You gotta play a little more. You're playing the hook right now. We're in trouble. The concept of the song is well, I was 35 ask. mile per hour. It says, slow down your life. Live your life. Quit living for work. Okay. Spend time with your kids. Okay. Live your life. Slow down. You know, what, what Tyler's doing is kind of what Luke Combs started about three, four years ago. Just releasing and releasing. releasing. You're exactly releasing. right. He writes with Chris Colley. He writes with um, Russell Dickerson. He writes, I mean, everybody that he can get around, he wants to write I with. Li- I like the whole just put it out when you want to thing. Yeah. I think that it can also, though, come back to bite you in the ass. I think with Luke Combs specifically, he, he was the first to kind of do this. I don't know the labels on board. I don't know. Uh, but but he would, you know, he would release songs on TikTok or on Instagram, I guess, more than, than I don't know if Luke's on TikTok or not, but he would on Instagram. A lot of, I think you can become confused. It starts confused. to sound a lot. That, but I think you can become confused. Is this a new song? Yeah. Is this an old song? Can I get this song right now? Yeah. Uh, is it on an album? Carrie Underwood, Gentleman Rhinestones. Um, she, every, every appearance that she did on network TV, she performed a different single from the album. Yeah, that's tricky. Traditionally, yeah. traditionally, an artist does the current single. Yeah. That's the only song that the band rehearses to, to go on a, a Street Week media blitz. Yeah. Carrie performed a new song on, 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 on Fallon. She performed a different song on GMA, did a different song on GMA3, did a different song on the Today Show. Yeah. Four different songs from the same album. And that can be tricky, definitely. I saw where Tyler was in the um, studio writing with Lily Rose. Um, that, she's, she's from Georgia. She's she, amazing, she, I too. I think she's from here from Georgia. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be good, good stuff. Anyway. All right. Uh, how about you? Other, you know what? I, I just, I'm going to add 35s. Oh, come on. What were you adding? I didn't have anything. To be oh. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. 35s. That's Throw a good on one. There. Throw it on there. It's a good one. From uh, former Florida Georgia Line member, Tyler Hubbard. Yeah. We had two songs to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. Every episode, there is a playlist for each season of this podcast currently filling up Season Trace, T-R-E-S, Season Trace, Spotify. And when you fly Atlanta Base Delta, you can explore all three seasons of the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. And now 269 episodes of the My Second Act Podcast. And Luke Coombs just had his little baby. Yes. He's the cutest thing. All right.
You love your dogs. Maybe here's ours in the, in the, in the, in the background. That's our Sally. I love uh, Charlotte and I, our 16-year-old daughter Charlotte and I will occasionally take Sally to the dog park. And um, I mean, y'all are better people than me. The other dogs are excited to see her for a few minutes. And then that's a... Uh, Smell. That, uh, yeah. Then they're like, hey, wow, okay. Roger, take that home with you. Um, she's got some issues. She yeah. does, but we love her, and she's old, and she's about to die. Well, I, we keep saying that, and I don't know why you want to manifest that. She's she, mm-hmm. she wanted to make it through everyone's high school graduation. She made it through Will's. She made it through Olivia. She's desperately trying to make it two more years through Charlotte's. So imagine taking your dog to a place where you can watch the game. You can have a drink. You think, you think to yourself, okay, that's a bar. The dog-friendly bar. Yep, no, this is much greater than a bar. Uh, eventually, very, very soon, you'll be able to play volleyball at this place. While With enjoying, your dog? Well, no, the dogs aren't allowed, into, for obvious oh. for safety reasons, the dogs aren't allowed into the volleyball courts. But your dog could be there, and the wolf wardens are there to ensure the safety of all the dogs and guests and maintain the grounds, meaning keep the grounds free of... Poopy. Piddle. So, a new... Fetch location just opened up here in Alpharetta. Awesome Alpharetta. Yeah, there are a couple of Fetch locations. There's one in West Midtown near the Beltline, and there's a couple of different places. But we are so excited because out here in awesome Alpharetta, which just keeps getting more awesome, we're getting our very own Fetch dog park. And as you said, Caddy, it is awesome because it combines the outside and, and, and like the things you like to do. Like you said, like watch sports. Drink a beer, hang out, and let your dog have a great time. You know, sometimes when you go to these dog parks, you're like committed, but then you sit down on the bench and you start getting eaten by mosquitoes, and you're like, ants, ants. You're like, it's time to go, Rover. And like, Rover's having a really good time, yeah. just so like the children. And well, but you're like, we got to go. You know, let's try to take Rover to the like concession stand. We'll get you some popcorn on the way out. You right, know, right. time or, to go. Buy a t shirt. Yeah. But here, you're never going to want to leave because, like, your dogs can play and be happy and have a great time, and you get a ton of socialization. You know why I love these big dog parks like this? If you take your kids and your kids are like, I really want an English bulldog, I really want one, take them here and let them play with every dog out there, you know, and let them hang out and see all these dogs, and you get to kind of see all these little dogs, and all the dogs, of course, there's a little process that you go through, so you got to be accepted, but every, pretty much everybody gets accepted unless you've got a really mean dog, and they don't need to be out there anyway, and that's protection for your dog also, but you can go out there, have a great time. It's a nominal fee to go to fetch. You can it's also, ten, like 10 bucks. Less yeah, than, or you, no can, buy, more than 10 you bucks can also buy memberships if which, you're going to go all the time. Your membership, you can take to any of the four different locations. Yes. So travel with around dog, with your puppy dog. With your dog. And you know how excited Sally gets. I mean, your dogs, when you spend time with them, and here's the great thing. Like, if you have a dog who is just wild on the weekends, because our dogs get that way because we're going all the time and we're not here to spend a ton of time with them always, they are so excited when they get home. They sleep, like, amazing, and they don't get in any trouble because they've gotten all that crazy, rough, get it, R-U-F-F energy out ah. at the dog park. Fetch Park Alpharetta, right next to uh, Ameris Bank Amphitheater, Maxwell Road. Phase one is open now. Phase two is going to open soon, and that is the volleyball courts, two volleyball courts. They're going to host leagues and tournaments, and it's completely separated from the park. Phase two is going to require all dogs to remain on the leash, for, you know, again, for safety reasons. The bark, not park, the bark, it's going to host uh, events in the park. They're going to have Unleashed and Unplugged, a live music series every Friday night, Ales, Tales, and Trivia. I love Each this. Each Wednesday, Barks and Banter, live comedy stand-up, uh, live stand-up comedy. And um, could it bay singles night? Get out. I mean, this is another reason to come to Alpharetta. Bring your dog and have a great 
time. And you know what? If you play your cards right and the Doobie Brothers or someone are over at Ameris Bank Amphitheater, you can just stay at the dog Close park your eyes and, and pretend like you're there. hear them. You don't have to walk up the hill. It's amazing. If you're an Alfred resident, welcome. Info at fetchpark.com. If you're from out of town and you're a visitor, you can enjoy the new park attraction in Alpharetta. Anyone that likes to travel with their four-legged family member will now have even more ways to have fun with their pup while visiting awesome Alpharetta. You can uh, plan a getaway at one of uh, Alpharetta's 30 modern and upscale hotels, many of which are pet-friendly. And if you've got a really cute pet now, if you're a boy or a girl, that's a good way to get a date because then the people come up and they're like, oh, can I pet your dog? And that's not like code. Like, they want to pet your dog. Fetch Park, the trailblazing off-leash dog park bar and social hub, is now open in awesome Alpharetta. Unleash and unwind at Fetch Park Alpharetta. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from Black River Records and Kelsey Ballerini and from Fox 5, W-A-G-A-T-V, Fox, Atlanta. Real quick, I want to play the game that you suggested we do a few episodes ago. Pull up your phone, open your phone up. The last meme is in your phone. Yeah, because I'm in, in a letter this, this Saturday, 15 different memes that you can steal and make your own. Now, where would that that'd be like in my photos? Because I save them, right? So that's what you mean? Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, I love them. Just pull it up. Your last one. Oh, God. Let me pull you a few. Fa- no, 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 no. no, no I'm, I know. I'm scrolling. I have time for a few. Scrolling to the rain. That's it. Well, don't scroll. Tattoo. But I have to pull up a meme. I'm looking for a meme. Okay, let's see. Ah, here we go. The guy in the Subaru Outback behind me, and then me trying to safely descend a steep Colorado mountain road with my nervous family. They're like on top of each other. I sent that to Olivia because she has a Subaru. Um, let's see. Let me find one more. That was a beaver. Yes, okay, we, we only asked for, I only asked for one. Well, that wasn't a really good one. Let me find one. Okay, hang on. You go ahead with yours. Well, I'm only going to do one. So. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm finished quickly. Well, I'm, I'm looking. Okay, we, we're done. That's well, it. no, I, give us yours. If the Beatles sang Southern Gospel, is that not good? Oh, I love that. Is okay, that not good? Here's one. Okay. Uh, this is my last one. You just have to take it one. Are you blanking, kidding me at a time? Uh, one more time. This bit may not translate because you, it's a visual thing. I'm not, yeah, this may not on. work. That, yeah, not hang work. on one this second. Hang on one second. Hang on. Ah, here we go. This is a good one. Do y'all ever get pre-annoyed like you already know someone is about to piss you off? All the time. Yeah. Well, what's the meme? It's her. It's a, who, Emily Russell from um, uh, Shameless. I don't like this. Shameless. Why? Wow, this is well, good. But no, because it's, it's, you can't see the meme. You need to see yeah, the meme. In just, order. just hearing that makes people laugh. Okay. Yeah, does it? Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, <sighs> let's see. All right. Our thanks to exe- I learned from the mistakes of people who took my advice. Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen. Okay, and I got another one. Mm-hmm. Me pausing my music to see if the siren is in the song or it's outside. I, that is true. That does happen. Okay, here's another one. Check on your big titty friends. We are not okay in this heat. All righty. There you have it. All right. Thank you, Hans. Thank you, Carl. Uh, let's see here. What else? Just subscribe to the letter. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D to the number 22828. The letter is a component of the podcast and also the radio show. Join me. We okay, I got one more. This is the last one, I promise you. If you see me wearing a dress this summer, I'd like you to know that I'm not trying to look nice. I'm just trying to ventilate the undercarriage. All right. Good enough. Thank you again. Uh, component of uh, the podcast, the radio show, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 Eastern, the Bear 92.5, the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. You don't have to be in Atlanta to listen. You can listen anywhere that you live. Download the free app. Search for the Bear 925, whether in Google Play or the Apple App Store. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Dingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Someone, please go get the dog of uh, Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.
All mine had to do with air conditioning. This is another one. Didn't mean to be rude. It's just the heat in my personality. Send those to me, and I'll put them in the letter. The, the, the voicemail text line for the podcast, 770-464-6024. Why can't I just text them to because you? I, because they'll all be one place. 